welcome to the Audit 15 Fund podcast. My goal of this podcast is to bring relevant internal audit topics to the table at least every 15 days. Today, we're going to be talking about how auditors must do a better job at marketing themselves. And to talk about that topic, I have the honor to have as my guest, Bud Schruck. He's a retired chief audit executive and the publisher of the Audit Explainer website. Welcome, Bud, to the podcast. It's an honor to have you on. Thanks, John. Great to be here. Absolutely. So the first question, just to level set, why auditors need to do a better job at marketing themselves, marketing our profession. Marketing itself is a tool, right? And I think what auditors really need to be able to do is to explain how we add value to the organization. And, and when you start to talk about adding value, then that's where the, the profession and the practice of marketing comes into play because we can use some of that skill set, the marketing skill set, to explain to others how we add value. Now, the reason I think that we need to do a better job of explaining how we add value is just that I'm on the internet a lot. I see a lot of other auditors, you know, begging for people to take us seriously. Uh, and to listen to what we have to say. And, and that, to me, comes back to the underlying question that if we're really adding value, that's probably not a question we should be having to ask, not something we should be having to deal with. So I think that what we need to do is, is to, first off, understand how we add value. And you don't always have to understand it. You, sometimes you have to create a, a technique for adding value. All auditors are not the same. Um, you know, some auditors are very comfortable adding value by checking the accounting records. Others uh, are more interested in adding value by dealing with strategic issues. Whatever it is, whatever is right for you, you have to uh, take advantage of that marketing concept of positioning. You've got to know what you're especially good at, hopefully what you're better at than everybody else in the world at, at providing a solution that will help somebody else. So you add value, simply speaking, when you help somebody else solve their problem, or you add value when you help somebody else achieve their goals. Um, so if you can figure out the right way to do that uh, and to be really effective, that's positioning. Then the other side of that marketing equation is branding. Now you gotta get the word out. People have to understand uh, how you specifically can add value to their lives. So you do that through the tools available to us as auditors, right? We have audit reports. Uh, we have audit discussions, we have audit plans, we have relationships with our audit committees. These are all uh, what are often, often called um, branding artifacts. In other words, the things that people see and touch that lead them to understand who we are and what we do. So find your position and you communicate it through the brand. Love your answer. Love the answer. It's not a one size fits all, right? It's finding your, what you're really good at right? As an auditor. And you mentioned like, you know, it's not, maybe someone's really good at this one specific thing and maybe that's what you should pursue. So really love your answer there. And I, and I would agree, you know, creating the techniques that add value. How can you as an individual best add value to the organization that you're working with? So, okay. I, I have a hypothetical question here for you, bud, and put you on the spot a little bit. So last month I published with Alex Hull uh, from Germany, an article on how to pitch internal audit to Elon Musk. It was a, you know, hypothetical scenario there. So I'll, I'll throw the question here to you, bud. 
let's say you are hired as the chief audit executive at Twitter. It's the end of October, beginning of November. The company's going from public to private. You hop in an elevator with Elon Musk. You have 20 seconds to make your pitch. How would your pitch sound like? Well, I may not get this in 20 seconds. I'm going to assume it's, it's an extra 10 story. So maybe I'll get 30 seconds. We'll see. Okay. So I think the idea that I would, here's what I would say. Um, I don't know your experience with internal audit. My own experience is that I've run across internal auditors that range anywhere from nitpicking self-righteous individuals to strategic, surgical, very valuable solutions providers. Um, so all I'm going to suggest is before you make a decision on whether or not internal audit is adding value to your organization, we need to talk. Because if you get rid of audit, you're losing something that you may never get anywhere else. There you go. I think that could spark a conversation with Elon. Uh, so let, let's, let's explore a little bit more uh, on that concept. So obviously 20 seconds, it's a tough ask there. <laughs> to... I, how bad did I miss it? How bad did I miss it? <laughs> well, I, I don't think you missed it at all. You're explaining that how, you know, like bringing value, right? Uniquely positioned to bring value and to, to tell what's going on in the organization and uh, unbiased, hopefully. So just expanding on what you just talked about, uh, what are some things that people should consider in their organizations? Like now you're not the chief audit executive at Twitter, but you're the chief audit executive at any organization out there in the world. Like how would you better position yourself? How would you better market yourself within your organization? One of the posts that I uh, put out a few weeks ago uh, had to do with being very clear about understanding who your constituents are as an auditor. Um, and that's going to vary from being a, a practitioner, you know, a staff auditor, to being an audit manager, to being an audit executive. Um, obviously, I've been an audit executive more in the last 20 years. So that tends to be where I gravitate toward. Um, so I, I'm probably going to talk about more about the audit as a function than the auditor as an individual. Uh, but it's really critical to understand your constituents because that re that impacts who you write your audit reports for, who you have your conversations with, how you brand yourself. Uh, I come from banking, right? So it's a regulated industry. Uh, and I know, uh, I won't say that I did this, but I know a lot of bankers that will write their audit reports not for the audit committee necessarily, but for the regulators when they come in. Um, and, and, and to be clear, that doesn't mean that you're leaving stuff out that you don't want regulators to know about. It's usually the other way around. You're putting all the little things in so that you can prove to the regulators that you have a competent internal audit activity so that they won't, so that they'll feel comfortable with internal audit. So, you know, maybe a lot of those little things that are going to end up in audit reports, maybe you wouldn't have put those in if it was just going to the executive officers or the audit committee, because it's not strategically important. But, you know, you have to understand, so that's why you have to be clear about your constituents. You have to be, you have to have good trust and understanding with all of your constituents so that I could go to my audit committee if I was in that situation and just say to my audit committee chair, Listen, there's going to be stuff in there and it's going to be 30 pages because regulators love that stuff. Uh, nothing wrong with that. That's, that's what they're accustomed to. 
Um, however, I'm going to rate the things in such a way that you'll be very clear that you need to focus on one, seven, and 12, because those are the ones I told you upfront in the summary are the strategic issues. The other ones are good to know. If the other ones evolve into a trend of some sort that becomes a strategic issue, we'll talk about that. But otherwise, you know, maybe they're one-offs um, and maybe not worthy of us really talking about too much in the audit committee meeting. So I, I think that the constituents is, is a big thing um, in terms of knowing how you add value and being very clear of, of who you're saying things to and, and what they're going to get from it. Yeah, absolutely. And it kind of ties to your answer to the first question, which is, is in not a, it's not a one size fits all, right? You have to see where you're better positioned and how you can add a value. And obviously it's not a one size fits all for this uh, scenario as well. It's like understanding, you know, your constituents and understanding the, your stakeholders and so forth. So, uh, last question here, another hypothetical question, since we're on the topic of branding, marketing, and uh, trying to better sell the internal audit profession. So I, I was once driving on the, on the highway and I saw a, a sign that said, it was a sign by a trucker association. And it said, if you got it, a truck brought it. I'm like, damn, that's, they, you know, in a few words, they put their reason for existing. So if you had the assignment of coming up with a sign for internal auditors on the reason for their existence, how would it look like, bud? First of all, we have it a little bit tougher, right? Because we don't have a tangible service. I can, you know, they can point to a truck. We know what a truck is. How many people really know what an internal auditor does? So it's a bit more of a challenge, I think. But let me give it a shot. So what I've explained to others, like at a party, right? They say, what do you do? Uh, and they say, oh, you're internal auditor. Oh, you check taxes? No, no, we have nothing to do with checking taxes. That's not what we do. So I say, we provide strategic insights that support great governance. Now, sometimes I have to explain what governance is, but I'm going to presume at the moment that people know what that means. Strategic insight. That's good. Yeah, I, I, I think that's very good because um, a lot of times auditors get stuck in hindsight instead of insight and foresight, right? So that's a, that's a great observation. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, because truthfully, all we can, all we can, all we can do is look at data and data is in the past, right? I mean, that's just a given. Of course, we're looking at old stuff. The, the, what you just pointed out correctly is, but what does that tell you? Right. Right. Absolutely. So really appreciate you being on the podcast, bud. For those who want to connect with you uh, and get the audit explainer email weekly, which has many interesting stories, what's the best way for them to connect with you? Well, first off, they can certainly connect with me on LinkedIn. So I am the Charles Schrock that's the auditor, right? I'm not the one that's the surgeon or the ex-energy um, you know, CEO. I, I'm the audit guy, right? I'm the auditor there. And secondly, for the audit explainer, it's really simple. It's just theauditexplainer.com. Awesome. Thank you so much, bud. John, it's been my pleasure. Thank you. I appreciate it. I and I love your work. So uh, keep it up. I really, I really dig it. 